Hey there, and welcome to the Jimmy's Table podcast at jimmystable.com. I'm your host, Jimmy Humphrey. I'm curiously evangelical, politically homeless, and a dreamer of small things. On this podcast, I'm having conversations about the intersection of faith, life, and culture. So if you have honest questions, aren't afraid to have difficult conversations, and want to have a little fun along the way, then pull up a chair. This podcast is for you. So today's episode 147 of the jimmystable.com podcast, and I just want to ask you a simple question. Do you ever feel stuck? Can you ever recall being on a long car trip as a kid? Feeling like you're going somewhere far, far away? Never quite getting there, knowing that it's going to be hours and hours upon hours before you get there. And then you start asking your parents the, the, the million dollar question. The question every parent loves to hear. Are we there yet? <laughs> and I don't know if kids these days still ask those sort of questions, especially since, you know, today almost it seems like every minivan in the world is equipped with like a DVD player and every kid has their own iPad or some sort of other electronic device that can occupy their time for the, the length of the car trip for wherever they're going. But I definitely know growing up, occasionally we would take trips from um, the Charlotte area where I grew up to back home to Chicago where I'm from. And uh, those were, I think, if memory serves correct, about 11-hour trips. And some of those hours were more painful than others, especially when we had to, to pass through the extremely boring state of Indiana. If you ever drove through Indiana before, you know a couple things about the state of Indiana. One, it's flat. Two, the roads go on forever. And three, there's not a lot to see. <laughs> so it definitely makes for something of a boring car trip, to say the least. And, uh, you know, I, I definitely know growing up as a kid, driving from Charlotte to Chicago with my parents, 11-hour-plus car trip, that it definitely got especially difficult whenever we passed through the state of Indiana. And it became something of a... Uh, constant family joke that anytime we'd go through to go to visit Chicago, we'd always talk about the dreaded state of Indiana, especially when we were going to Chicago from Charlotte and it was always the last leg of the trip. Um, but don't get me wrong, it was still pretty bad uh, when we would leave Chicago and come back to Charlotte. Wasn't any, any more fun because, you know, as a kid, you're especially when you didn't have the advantage of an iPad um, or some other electronic device, uh, you start looking around for things outside the window that would occupy your time and your interest. And if you go through some states, that's definitely more scenic than others. Like if you're passing through the Appalachia Mountains, you've got lots of curvy roads and mountainous hills and oversights and lookouts that, you know, can just really be beautiful to look at. And I can remember growing up as a kid, as we drive through like the Appalachia Mountains in North Carolina and Tennessee, um, you know, it was always very scenic. It was always very beautiful. Always very like, hold on, let me sit here and look out the window as we drive around sort of bit. But as beautiful as that view could be driving through the mountains of North Carolina and Tennessee, there was always Indiana. <laughs> and Indiana was just awful. It represented this, this place that we just didn't want to be. It was just a place that made us uncomfortable. It was terrible. It was it was it was a boring level of it was 
Indiana was this boring place that was so boring that it eventually felt like it just tormented you. And I don't know, as I think back about to that part of my life and, and driving around, I'm sitting there thinking, you know, maybe there's a bit of a lesson in that. Because when it came to getting through Indiana, that boringness that turned into a torment of sort on one's spirit and soul and just became a vexing sort of thing, I didn't realize, realize it at the time and I didn't have the vocabulary for it, but I had need of endurance. And I think that'll preach, right? You know, there's a lot of times in our life where we're going through situations that seem to maybe perhaps just be a little bit too boring and we feel dull and listless in our spirit. We feel kind of restless. We just kind of feel like we're in this lull of this, this place that's not terrible, but it's something a place we realize we don't want to necessarily be. Um, and there's just this sort of vexing of spirit that exists in this place that just seems to to make us discomforted and dissatisfied with life and just makes us feel like we're tossing and turning in life and that we're just kind of treading water. Um, and it feels like we've lost all momentum, that we're not moving forward, even though we know we are, but it just feels like we're in this kind of holding pattern. And, and that's what driving through Indiana always kind of felt like. And I think, you know, in many ways, we all have the Indianas in our life, right? Um, and I don't mean Indiana Jones. <laughs> uh, but, you know, we, we have this sort of this place where we're, we're kind of suspended between where we've been and where we're going, but we're not quite there yet. And sometimes it makes us just want to aggravate the people around us and be like, are we there yet? It makes us, it makes us very frustrated and it makes us kind of, you know, I'm sure annoying little ch children uh, at the end of the day. And it makes us want to just hurry up and get there or just like, you know, see if we can't hit the restart button and find something else to occupy our times. And I think there's very much ways in life where we get to those places to where we feel like we're just kind of in this holding pattern that we're not happy with our life. Um, or maybe that, maybe not, that's, maybe that's not the right word, maybe that we're not, it's not that we're not happy, it's just that we're not supremely satisfied um, with where we're at, um, and we're glad we weren't necessarily where we were before, but, you know, right now we're just kind of enduring, um, and it can be that way with our jobs, you know, sometimes you're sitting there thinking, oh, I've been at this job two or three years, or I've been at this career for a decade now, and is this all that there is? You know, where else can I be besides where I'm at right now? And, and do I really have to continue to drive on this road that I am for, for, for my career path? Or maybe that we're that way with our marriages. Maybe our marriages have become something of a just kind of lull, something that we're not quite satisfied with anymore. And it makes us thinking, you know, is there something else out there? And is this what I want to continue to do? Um, we could apply this to any sort of number of situations, um, but uh, at the end of the day, you know, we just kind of got this itch, and we wish we were somewhere other than we were at, or then we start to daydream maybe perhaps about what those places might be, um, even if we're on our way to somewhere good, and we, like uh, when I was leaving from Sh Charlotte to go to Chicago, I always knew I was going somewhere good, somewhere I wanted to be, but it's just like, man... The road to get there can be kind of dull sometimes. And I'm reminded thinking of these things from my childhood and thinking of these things in my life and kind of sitting here thinking about even the something of a holding pattern that I'm kind of going through right now in my life as, I, as my life is 
currently in transition. And I'm reminded of this passage from Hebrews chapter 10, verses 36 through 39, where it says, For you have need of endurance, so that when you have done the will of God, you may receive what was promised. For yet in very little while, he who is coming will come and will not delay. But my righteous one shall be lived by faith, and if he shrinks back, my soul has no pleasure in him. But we are not of those who shrink back to destruction, but those who have faith to the persevering of the soul. And I, I like this, this verse right here in 36. You have need of endurance. Because frankly, when we're kind of in these places of lull, of places of dissatisfaction, of places where we feel like asking our parents, are we there yet? You know, when we go through these moments of life, when we're feeling like we just want to hit the reset button and start all over and, and do something irrational even, maybe even something destructive in our life, it's at these moments in our lives that we have need of endurance, that we have this need of perseverance, that we have this need to just press on. But that's so hard, isn't it? Especially when you're a kid. <laughs> Especially when you're a kid and just don't really like where you're at. So how, how do you endure? How do you have the strength to move forward? How do you, how do you, continue, to, to, how do you continue to go on? Well, I think if you're going to truly be able to endure what you're going through in life, this sort of dull, listless sort of mindset you may have, this sense of this being dissatisfied with where you're at, even though you're, you're on a journey and you like maybe where your journey is going to take you, but you're just not quite there yet. I think at the end of the day, the only way you're going to be able to endure what you have in, on the road ahead of you, is you're going to ultimately need to cling to hope. And I, I think we pick that up in this passage about, in verse 36, where it says, You have need of endurance, so when you have done the will of God, you may receive what was promised. For yet in a very little while, he who is coming will come and will not delay. But when it comes to our faith, that's what we're ultimately looking for. We're ultimately looking for our hope, the hope that we have in Jesus Christ and, and his, his glorious coming. And we look forward to that coming. And that coming is what's supposed to give us hope so that we can endure whatever trials and tribulations we might be going through in life when it comes to the things of our faith. But also, I think that is also applicable when it comes just to the, the everyday sort of things of life. And not even when we're necessarily talking about ultimate sort of cosmic things, about the death and resurrection of Christ and the second coming of Jesus and, and, and all those sort of things. Um, but rather, we have that also in the here and now and the, the in-between places of, of just between where we started off in, uh, with a, in respect to a goal we may have um, that we're yearning for to accomplish in our life, um, that we ultimately have need of endurance, and an endurance that is ultimately filled by hope, uh, a hope for something that we cling to in the future, something that we're looking forward to. So today's a very simple podcast, and I just want to encourage you. If you're kind of in this dull and listless place of this feeling like, are we there yet in your spirit, and you kind of toss and turn, and, and you just can't seem to get where you're going, and, and you're just feeling kind of listless, you know, let me just encourage you. Keep enduring. But endure not in a sense of, of like, oh man, I got to put up with this sort of mindset, but rather have the endurance that comes from a place of hope, a place in which you have fixated your eyes on the future, 
and you know what you want and you know that you're going to try to achieve that goal and try to, to obtain that for which you hope. And let that hope, that, that dream about you have for the future become the thing that just encourages you to, to endure for the present. I know that I'm doing that with my present life um, and, and all that I'm working forward in my life. And I'm, there's this sense of which I'm dissatisfied. It's like I have some goals and some things that I'm trying to accomplish, but I'm just like, ah, I'm just not there yet. And, and recently I had to deal with a legal matter that just kind of like made me realize, man, I'm going to have to wait a little bit longer on something. And, you know, part of me just wants to, you know, thrash irrationally about this and act like a little child who's just not going to get his way and throw a temper tantrum and feel good about it. <laughs> but at the end of the day, I realize I have to calm myself and my spirit because I realize in this moment that I have need of endurance. And I know I have some definite goals in mind and I just hate that I'm going to have to wait. And that hating to wait is definitely something that can vex us all. But at the end of the day, I know whom I have believed. I'm trusting God to, to bring about the things that I'm hoping for in this life. Um, good things, things that I trust that he ultimately wants me to have. And so I'm going to persevere. I'm going to endure. And I'm not going to be those who verse 39 speaks of in Hebrews chapter 10, of those who shrink back to destruction. But instead, I'm going to be the person who has faith to the persevering of my soul. So everybody, this has been Jimmy Humphrey, episode 147 of the Jimmy'sTable.com podcast. Hope you've enjoyed this episode. And if you have, email me, jimmy at jimmystable.com. And uh, if you have yet to subscribe to this podcast, go to jimmystable.com slash subscribe and you can find your favorite way to subscribe. And if you haven't had a chance to leave a glowing five-star review about how awesome this podcast is and how much it helps you endure the trials of your life and that sort of in-between place that you are and, and gives you, you know, something to, to consider for the future, well, go leave that glowing five-star review at Apple and Spotify if you haven't done so already. I'm really hoping that you do that. Um, <laughs> uh, so everybody, this has been Jimmy Humphrey, jimmystable.com, where I'm having conversations about the intersection of faith, life, and culture. Hope everybody had a happy Easter and uh, come soon, Lord Jesus. Take care, everybody. God bless and have a good one. That's all I have to say about that. That's the right on, man. You said it all.